D. Smith, welcome in. It is the latest edition of the Unnamed Soccer Podcast. The Unnamed Soccer Podcast is brought to you by Three Punk Ales in Chula Vista, the proud home of Golsh, which is now starting to become more available beyond Chula Vista, beyond the walls of Three Punk Ales. I am told, Darren Smith, that Golsh is now available in your hood in North Park. As of today, Golsh is in North Park. How about that? Best beer in the best neighborhood. Seems like a perfect fit. It seems like a perfect fit, too, for those of you listening in Southern California. We know that this is an international podcast. We haven't updated our statistics yet on what goes on, where people are listening to this. But for those of us in Southern California, how great is it to have a beer like Golsh, which is a Kolsch-style beer from Three Punk Ales, given the recent weather? Like 90s. Yeah. It's mid-October. It's late October here. So, man, it's hot. Golsh tastes great. We're literally sitting here in a studio on a Wednesday. Jordan has sacrificed at great lengths to not be at Three Punk Ales drinking Golsh because we're watching the beginning of Chelsea and Ajax, Champions League action. But I know it's just a matter of time before Jordan goes and finds himself in one of those soccer pubs that has Golsh on draft. Absolutely. Uh, so we're recording right before Chelsea play Ajax in Champions League. It's a Wednesday morning. Darren has uh, very very nicely set up a television here in the studios for me. I've noticed that two televisions go to the other match, only one to Chelsea. I find that kind of weird. Um, but if for those watching on YouTube, if you see me glancing in a very specific direction, and it's the direction I'm currently looking, that's the monitor for Chelsea and Ajax. So if I get distracted at all, I apologize, but my club is about to play a Champions League match, Darren, and we're recording a podcast in the middle of it. It seems very dangerous. Uh, I have a question here for you, since we always dabble a little bit into the U.S. men's national team. As a U.S. men's national team fan, I still am, they're on my S list, but as a fan, should I be paying more attention today, more excited about what's happening with Christian Pulisic? or more excited about what's happening with Serginho Dest, who is the left right back for Ajax, who has yet to formally announce that he's going to play for the U.S. men's national team or for the Netherlands. But I, I feel like I'm a bit conflicted here because I have you should be more Pulisic excited for him and Serginho Dest. Yeah, him Dest. Yeah, yeah, that's who you should be more excited. Okay, for. good. I am. I haven't I am seen. Quite, he's 18 years old. I am. I have not seen Chelsea's lineup. Is Pulisic? I can't imagine he's starting. Um, did he make the roster? I don't. I mean, did did he, is he on the you're, bench at least me? last last time? Uh, well, listen, this is the disadvantage of recording during my Champions League match. I don't I don't get to see the roster when it comes out. Last time Chelsea played on the road in Champions League, Pulisic did not even make the bench. No, so. what is this? This isn't the Carabao Cup now. Come on, come on now. This isn't uh, a match against Canada. He's going to play more than sixty here. Anyway, so Go, we have look uh, real quick. Let me see, Pulisic. Yeah, I'm looking it up on a phone. I know this is great. Uh, stuck on the bench again, He's even after he was great against Newcastle and against Southampton. This That's is somebody fan- random on Twitter who's complaining. Fantastic. Complaining on Twitter. This is fantastic news. Pulisic made the bench. This is progress. This is progress. Unlike his relationship with the U.S. And now they're National showing team. your lineup. So great podcasting, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there he is. Number 22. He is on the bench. Yeah. All right. Well, it's so a substitute for Chelsea Football Club. A couple of things I do want to get to, including Pulisic and Chelsea. Golsh being available in North Park and a couple other places. Uh, if you watch, if you watch matches around San Diego at a at some local establishments at a, a local pub, maybe the Heart, maybe O'Brien's, maybe Shakespeare's, and you want Golsh available at your pub, 
let us know. We can work on that. We can uh, we can definitely make that happen. So let us know what pubs you wanted at, and uh, we'll go to work on that. So Golsh now available in North now available in North Park. It's uh, been available in Santee, so that's pretty cool as well. A couple things we're going to get to today. Darren and I, over the weekend, uh, we were here in San Diego. We went to a USL supporters group hangout where they decided the name of the supporters group for the new USL San Diego team. So we're going to have plenty to discuss with that. We'll talk about the names that were voted upon, and then we'll tell you, I mean, if you don't know by now, the winner, the, the supporters group name is The Locals. That is what... That's what won over the weekend. The Locals is the new name of the supporters group for USL San Diego. We'll talk about our experience over the weekend. Before we get to that, Darren, I want to talk about something that you sent me a couple days ago via text message. I wasn't exactly sure what it was at first. And then I quickly learned that it was something with 538, the website that is sports-based, it's political-based, it's analytics, it's a lot of predictions. Um, it's a lot of computer programs, and what this computer program did is it did some kind of math that I'm not familiar with, and it somehow ranked every single club in the world. Yeah, all uh, 700 of them. Every single club in the world has been ranked one through, I think it's 600 and 629 of them. Coming up dead last in 629th, the CS Switchbacks out of the USL Championship, a hey U.S. Now. club bringing up the rear. Number one in the global club soccer rankings, Manchester City out of the Premier League. So there's a lot to discuss between one and 630. Uh, first question, did USL San Diego make the list yet? Or do we have to like play a match? Uh, USL San Diego did not make the list yet. Okay. Well, so, I'm very no. excited to join that list here. One year soon. from now, we will be in the Soccer Power Index, though. Okay. So that's um, good news. My biggest t- takeaway, and I think there was something obvious, you bring up Man City as one, uh, Bayern Munich is two, Liverpool is three. That surprised me. That surprised me as well. I think the the most surprising thing, and the one thing we can't just avoid, how in the world is Chelsea two spots behind Barcelona <laughs> in this ranking? I mean, what kind of uh, analytics are they using? I was really confused. That one, I, I was left scratching my head a little bit. I mean, Chelsea clearly should be ahead of Barcelona, in my opinion, in the, uh, in the rankings. But whatever. I mean, it's they only won the Champions League more recently than Barca, so I guess whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was my big takeaway. That was, huh? Yeah. Well, it, based on that, then, Liverpool should be top of this list since they won the Champions League most recently ahead of everybody. I thought Liverpool would be number one on this list. I did, too. And certainly, if not one, then two. If you want to find some data and some statistics out there that make the case for Manchester City, I mean, who's going to disagree, right? Like, who's going to disagree with the amount of goals that they score on a match-in, match-out basis? I mean, sometimes you look up, they've scored five, they've scored six, they've scored seven. So, you know, even in the blink of an eye during their Champions League match on Tuesday, you're like, oh, no, they're trailing 1-0. This is a mess. And then it's five in the blink of an eye. So, you know, like who wants to to disagree with data that supports the case for Manchester City, right? Like I understand that, but Bayern Munich's claim to number two on this list seems a little squirrely. And then there is Liverpool, the current European champs, sitting there in third on the list. Now, they're... 
top of the table in the Premier League and the defending. I, I don't really get it. Uh, I don't know that I'm going to spend a ton of time on it, but you know they do a lot of data here. They do a lot of forecasting. They have uh, a formula that is goals scored and goals allowed, and it's called the Soccer Power Index Ratings. And what it determined was Manchester City's the best club in the world. Yeah, it uh, it looks to define the best estimate of a team's overall strength. Mm-hmm. That is the goal. Of SPI to find the best estimate of a team's overall strength. City, the best club in the world, according to this. Bayern Munich 2, Liverpool 3, PSG 4, Barca 5. They cracked the top five. Uve 6, Chelsea 7. Uh, Chelsea ahead of Real Madrid. Madrid coming in 8, Atleti 9, Dortmund 10. Um, I, I just started seeing like what clubs are coming from what countries. England led the way. Best best league in the world. Yeah. Okay. Had six Keep clubs that. in the top twenty. Six clubs. Spain had four. Uh, Germany had five. So actually, Germany. So wait a minute. You say best because it's in the top twenty. I mean, like, what an arbitrary. I mean, we could do top fifteen if you want. Yeah. Or, well, okay. You can do top five. I mean, they've got two of the top forty percent of the top five. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, I think from top to bottom, I think that that's fair. But you know. I also think that it's uh, awfully arrogant of the English fans to constantly tell everybody how poor the quality is in La Liga when none of you guys actually watch it and none of you guys ever know anything about who's in the top 10 or in the top 15 in that league. But that's another story. So Chelsea 7, United's 15, Arsenal is 17, Spurs 13. Spurs ahead of United and Arsenal, which... We'll see how that goes going forward. Okay, so as mentioned over the weekend, Darren. Well, hold on, I'm not done because oh, I actually did. You a were little, done. No, no, I did. I well, I mean, sounded like you were done. No, no, the European stuff is, you know, it's it's a little tiring. But I just thought for uh, for for what we're about to talk into, this will be a good segue for where we're going with USL. So again, 538 ranks all the clubs in the world, one through 629. Uh, Jordan, how high was the highest MLS club? Um. Mm. As a matter of fact, I sort of, uh, I sort of, I, I, I said it before. I should have said it. Who do you think was the highest ranked Galaxy. North American club? Oh, my guess would be Galaxy, LAFC. Really, LAFC was the highest ranked club from North America, which means Major League Soccer, USL Championship, and Liga MX. MLS was number one, or excuse me, LAFC was number one eleven. On that list. Wow. So, again, 1 through 629. Already, huh? That's quick. Yeah, I mean, they've had a record set in seizing. They're the, they've got home field, which they'll play El Trafico Thursday night. They've got to beat the Galaxy. Otherwise, they'll probably sink like a stone. But they were the highest-ranked club from North America, 111. Uh, That's really impressive for just how long they've, they've been around. Which yeah. is a very short amount of time. Right, for them which also tells you right yeah. there. Absolutely. And they've had a record setting season, and Carlos Vela has played great. Highest ranking Liga MX club, Tigres at 140, Club America 142. The second MLS club is almost 100 spots lower than LAFC. That would be NYCFC, which plays in a friggin' baseball stadium, at 208. Club Tijuana, Jordan. 274 on this list. I'll give you a guess. Highest ranked, since we're starting to talk about USL Championship, right? Highest ranked USL club. You'll be forgiven if you don't get it. I didn't get it. Okay. So I'm, I think I'm starting to confuse it a little bit. This, this has nothing to do with franchise values, right? No, this is the soccer power. Right, index. Okay. Yeah. So this is just how good a team is yeah. on the field. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. That's what this is. Yeah. 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 Um, 
I can't believe we haven't brought up the Galaxy yet. Okay, um, highest ranked USL side, Louisville. Phoenix Rising. Damn it. Phoenix Rising, which is the best club in the Western Conference for USL. They are at 275, one spot below Club Tijuana. Really? Think about that. Uh, also, Phoenix Rising for USL, which, again, is a bit of an outlier here because you'd have to sink pretty far down the list to find the next USL club. It's Nashville at 405. I realize I'm dumping a lot of numbers out there, but 275 Nashville. for Phoenix, Nashville for 405. Phoenix Rising, though, Jordan, is ahead of 18 MLS clubs, including the LA Galaxy. Are, are the Galaxy terrible and I'm just unaware? <laughs> I, don't, I guess we'll find out Thursday night. Yeah, I guess so in the semifinals. Where are the Galaxy on this list? Do you uh, have the number? I don't have the number, but okay. I know that Phoenix is ahead of the Galaxy. What? Yeah, and they're ahead of eight Liga Emma-Equis clubs. So they're saying Phoenix is a better team than the LA Galaxy. Yes. So the Phoenix should be in the semifinals in the Western <laughs> Conference getting ready to play the Traffico? According to 538.com, that's what it is. Yeah, eight Liga Emeikis clubs, including uh, Chivas Guadalajara and, of course, Veracruz. I guess Phoenix versus LAFC just doesn't have the the sizzle to it that Galaxy LAFC have. Well, that's that's a, that's interesting. I'm curious to see where San Diego's going to debut right, on exactly. that list. Well, it also goes to show you, too, because Phoenix has only been around for a couple of seasons. Right. It goes to show you, you know, what the potential is for USL San Diego, if it's done right, when it's done right. Right. Yeah, it's amazing to see that. I mean, those aren't even just, they're not cherry-picking terrible MLS teams. We're not talking about the Colorado Rapids here, everybody. Right. <laughs> right. We're not talking about San, We're not talking about the earthquakes here. We're talking about the Galaxy. So Phoenix, actually a better team, according to 538. Well, 538 doesn't always get it right, to be fair. They're That's not perfect. true. They've had a couple of... They've, uh, had a couple, they've had a couple swings and misses. Some pretty big ones, actually. Hold on. Let me find Galaxy for you real quick. Galaxy's at 278. One ahead of Chivas Guadalajara. And behind an Austrian team. So only a couple of behind Phoenix Rising at 275. And right ahead of Wigan. Wow. How about that? It's a fun list to look at. There's no question about that, because then you can just find... The MLS sides, the European sides, you can find out which European league is the best in the mm -hmm. league. You could also talk about the USL sides as well. Yeah. Um, over the weekend, something you and I did, this was Saturday, it was a hangout at Bay City Brewing, and uh, the, the unnamed supporters group is no longer unnamed, Darren. They found a name. They found a name. Something we have still not been able to do. They found a name, they voted upon it, and there were 17 different choices available to us at this event at Bay Sitting, where everyone showed up, drank beer, voted, we found a winner, we told you it's the locals, you know that by now, that's the name of the supporters group. Uh, what was your takeaway? We saw we posted the 17 different choices on our Instagram page, people had plenty of opinions about that. What was your opinion on the first couple choices? Yeah, I thought it was I was I was surprised, pleasantly surprised by the people who showed up there and and the input and the contributions that people had. Uh, I thought it was, you know, not just those of us in the soccer community, there were others who we had not met, others who we were meeting for the very first time, some from local media, some local sports fans who I've gotten a chance to know and you've gotten a chance to know from doing sports radio in San Diego. So I was pretty happy to see the combination of people who you expected to be there and some of those who you didn't expect to be there. Um, I would tell you, and this is not to be taken as criticism, I didn't vote. I don't know if you voted or not, but I, I didn't know that it was really my place to vote for the name of the supporter section. I, I thought that there were some interesting ideas. I thought that the combination of certain ideas 
could have worked, but I'm all for a democratic process, and the democratic process produced the locals. So, um, you know, I, I walked into it thinking to myself, okay, uh, let's think about some of the supporters groups that we know. We know that you know, we know what the 3252 is and the District 9 Battalion or the Tower Bridge Battalion from Sacramento, uh, La Massacre, which is down in Tijuana. So, you know, I, I think that the locals, I think that what that represents, I thought the video production was outstanding. If you missed that, you can find that on Twitter. Jordan and I both tweeted it out. They tweeted it out. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Um, I don't know that it would have been my choice, and I say that uh, not to be critical, because, again, I didn't really take part in the process. I was more there to observe, so I could talk about it on this podcast. I think I think about it from a broadcaster standpoint. And I think, you know, when I think about somebody who's going to be broadcasting this game on radio, if you're listening to an LAFC match on radio, they go, oh, and the 3252s. Or if you're listening, I know I've heard our friend Nate Abarea say, oh, and La Massacre. You know exactly what it is that they're saying when they say that. Again, this is clearly through the prism of being a broadcaster. And if you're thinking about broadcasting and you go, oh, the locals are going crazy, you know, that can mean a lot of different things. So yeah, again, it's a small little nitpick. You know, I thought that that one of one of the uh, clever recommendations that I really liked, and I didn't catch the gentleman's name who presented it, but he came up, and I know that we're, we may have a little bit of numerical fatigue with thirty-two fifty-two and nineteen oh four, and it's uh, okay. But uh, the eighteen eighty-five idea I thought was a good one, being that there are eighteen cities in San Diego County, and there are eighty-five unique neighborhoods in San Diego County. So eighteen eighty-five, that's your supporter section. It's sort of eighteen eighty-five united. In that section. So, could you have gone the local 1885? Is there still a little bit of wiggle room here? I don't know the answer to that. Um, but all in all, I mean, I I thought it was okay. I mean, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Um, I, I I walked into the process hoping that it would be some you know a little bit of a, a bilingual combination, given who we are, given that it is San Diego, you know, Saint Diego. So um, you know, I, and it, but I think that the locals it seemed to be well embraced and it, it seemed to to be well received by most people. Yeah, I think the locals is a good name, and I think it's going to be one of several names used around this club. Uh, we're still waiting to find out what the actual club name is going to be, which I think is what people are mostly looking forward to. They want to know what the name of the club's going to be. We're still going to find that out. It'll be a November to remember is what I've been told. Yeah, it sounds like November's going to be a very, very busy month every single week. So you, you mentioned you LAFC, and their supporters group is named the Black Army. That's the name of the supporters group. 3252 represents the amount of people who are in that group. People know them by the amount of people in that section, not the name. Not many people even call them the Black Army. Most people, Nobody does. They're branded as the 3252s through their social media channels. So, so even if, if we bring up LAFC, the locals, and I like it, and I think it's a name that should be promoted and marketed, it, it, it's not exactly going to be the most common name you hear around the club. You're still going to get a, the name of the club, um, depending on how many people sit in this section. I mean, it could. you can come up with a bunch of numbers. You bring up 1885, you can come up with a bunch of San Diego-connected numbers, whether it's 619-760-85A. You can come up with San Diego numbers, and then you can, you can call the supporters group that as a broadcaster. They're, they're, it's just my big takeaway was I liked how many people showed up. I thought they should be very happy with the, with mm-hmm. the turnout. I think they had a lot of names. It was an open process. I think people had a great opportunity to submit names. And the locals had a great presentation. I think it's a name for someone who's not born in San Diego. Like, does it matter to you that it's called the locals? You feel like a local, right? Um, 
Well, I mean, I think that was part of the video was it doesn't matter. You know, we're all locals. You know, if you're here and you're supporting this club, you're considered a local. No, as somebody who wasn't born in San Diego, like, was <laughs> was I like, offended by it? Like, did I feel excluded by the naming of it? No, not at all. I, I didn't. I, I, that never really even crossed my mind. Why, did you? No. Do you feel like, good, kick those fuckers out of here, man? No, because it would be a concern. <laughs> like, if that wasn't, if that was a thing, I would... I would feel bad about the name because you no. want it to be inclusive. So, no, I, but and do you get? Does my point make any sense to you as somebody who also spends a lot of time speaking into a microphone? That if you're like, oh, the locals are going nuts, somebody might be driving around and being like, I keep. They reading, might not know that that's a supporter section. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you, Darren. I keep reading it on social media as locos. Yeah, the locos, right? Not the locals. I keep reading locos, like the El Pollo locals is los, what I keep los saying. Locales. Yeah, like the crazy locals. Can we be like El? But some loco locals can, I don't know. I don't know. The so you're, you're, you're like, maybe there's a little bit of room to play with here. I think my big takeaway is this is going to be one of several names that will be affiliated with the yeah. club. I like the Fairweather fans on, one. I thought that was one? very funny. Fairweather fans. I think that is an amazing, I think it's a great name. This will sound like a critique. And it, I like the name. I don't know if it could be your primary name because it kind of sets you up to, right. you got to be really, really good if your primary group is going to be called the Fairweather fans. But as we've talked about on this podcast, you're going to have several groups around the stadium. If one of those groups is called the Fairweather fans, I think that's fantastic. I think that's a perfect secondary name. And I think that's the way it was presented was the Fairweather fans might not be the primary supporters group. You might have the section completely opposite from the supporters group be the Fairweather fans. Yeah. Which I thought was funny. It's fantastic. I thought there was a lot of creativity. I will say, though, it it made the final cut. It made the final three. The couple that presented the Warren... No, it was I was a learning lesson. I mean, I learned a lot. I mean, from from our guy Drew who came in here last time who told us all about uh the Altas and what that means, Alta California. I thought that that was a great I, I like I I felt like I went to um to this meeting and came away like smarter based on on history like 18 cities and 18, 85 neighborhoods wow las altas like what is that the warren which is like a, a where all the rabbits go and hang out and a little double entendre with warren smith being involved in the club so yeah i i and i i walked away from it feeling a lot smarter and i felt good because it, it seemed like people really put a lot of time into this nobody got up there this wasn't just open mic where somebody was like i don't know why don't we call it like the crazies You know, like people really put a lot of time and thought and energy into that. And I thought that was great because it shows you already there's a commitment to the club from a lot of people. Yeah. Top Gun Fanatics was one of the names submitted. The Mission. I thought the Mission was not not only is a good name. I think the presentation was also really, really good. La La Mission. Yeah. Uh, Fairweather fans we brought up. Section 619 was was a suggestion for the supporters group. And again, who knows? Like you might be you at the end of the day, you might be known as. The number of people, as opposed to the name. You never know. Uh, Los Finest was brought up. Los Finest. Not bad. I like that one. You brought up the Warren. Pueblo, San Diego. I can get behind that. And uh, you brought up the 1885 connection. 18 cities and 85 neighborhoods. Neighborhoods. Because that's, you know, then that way you're represented. No matter who you are, if you're in San Diego County, you are represented by that supporter section. Do you know when uh, Santee was incorporated? I don't. 1980. Really? Yeah. 1980. It's that young? Yeah, second youngest. Well, technically the third youngest behind Encinitas and Solana Beach. They were both incorporated a couple years later. But before that, Santee and Poway were incorporated the same year, 1980. Poway, too. I know that Santee has spent a lot of money on uh, on its image. 
Have they? Oh, yeah. They've spent hundreds of thousands. They've hired an image consultant. Well, they need it. To try to move beyond some of the stereotypes yeah. that people associate with CNT. Smart money there, in my opinion. Yeah, I thought it was good. Like I said, I was really happy to see that people have invested that kind of time and energy and thought into the club. And I don't want to make it sound like I'm like I'm down on the name. I'm, I don't know that it does or doesn't. I mean, you know, again, I, I like it. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, the video was outstanding. I mean, I feel very flattered to have been in that video. You were in that video a couple of times, too. So it's great. We were celebrating at O'Brien's in those videos. Is that the videos you were talking about? I saw one from O'Brien's. I saw one from Serrano's. Yeah. I saw one from the official launch of USL San Diego. And you know what I was doing? No. This is going to be totally random. But uh, I wanted to bring this in because I, I was moving some boxes around. You know how many scars we've received yeah, a lot. over the years? Do you realize how many? Yeah, a lot. You want to see some of the ones we've they're collected? All, they're all hanging over my uh, closet door in my bedroom. Are they really? Yeah. On like a, a hook? Do you Just have... right over the door. Can't close the door. I was going to say, you can't close the door. Yeah. I, this is the most recent one we added to our family. Fiorentina? You can hold it. That's the Florence one I just added. We were gifted the San Diego Dra- Dragoons, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. this is the Dragoons one. Yep. Remember this? Get, yeah. We got this one way back. See? Got some lint there. Yeah, see? This is how far back we go. USL San Diego. Nice. I have like three scarves from them already. One of them has Landon's signature. Why don't you give one away right now? Okay. You're the only one in the room. Who do I give it to? Albion? Mm-hmm. We got one from them. This is one of my favorites. Oh, uh, mine too. Boy, that just pops. Colors, man. They're important. They're important. Dortmund, baby. We got Dortmund scars. This is fantastic. I'm part of the Pena. Mm-hmm. I'm part of the family. That's right. It's last year's scarf. Which, by the way, I mean, probably the nicest material of all our, the scarves. Our guy, John, man, he gets done. I have a San Diego State Aztec we've got, scarf. We've got nowhere to watch. We got nothing to watch this weekend. Classico got canceled. Got postponed. What's up with that? Aztec Typical. scarf? Feel free to send us scarves. And then, Darren, I have a story about this one. This is a Chelsea scarf. Hold this up for me real quick. Do you know why there's... This isn't normal. This color here, this gold, that's not their color. Why is there gold in there? It's gold? Yeah. Hmm. This is right after Chelsea won Champions League more recently than Barcelona. Hmm. I just really wanted a screenshot of you holding a Chelsea scarf. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we got one of you wearing. Now, where's all your big U.S. national team fan? Where's your U.S. scarf? Huh, Interesting. Guess you don't love your country. I love my country. That doesn't sound like it. I have a couple t-shirts. I don't have a U.S. scarf. Do you have a U.S. scarf? <laughs> yeah, of course. No, you don't. I mean, it might burn it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Listen. I'm going to go out and get my Netherlands scarf because that's my new national team. Darren, I'll get a U.S. scarf. As I'm soon like as- Serginio Dest. I'm just going to go, whoever he picks, that's who I'm pulling for in the next World Cup cycle. That's fair. I mean, I think that's a well-thought-out approach to it all. <laughs> I think that's very rational. <laughs> so, um, I'll get a U.S. scarf as soon as Burhalter gets fired. How about that? Okay. The moment Burhalter's out, I'll go get us a U.S. scarf. Done. To add us? to our collection. All right, God, if you would have told me, I would have brought one. You don't have one. You're a liar. I do, too. Where is it? I'll take a picture of it tonight. I'll post it on our Instagram page. All right, do it. Anything else we need to get to? Uh, I do want to say quickly, uh, just to, to put a wrap on this, since we were talking about USL and Warren Smith, Sacramento Republic FC just got tabbed to be the next MLS expansion club. Jordan, this is expansion club number 29. I bring this up for this reason that, you know, the MLS playoffs are, they went off, they went kind of kooky and haywire and everything was all goofy 
Because, again, the uh, defensive abilities in this league don't quite match the offensive abilities, which makes for complete chaos, which is a lot of fun. I wish more people were watching it, but we'll save that for a different podcast. But who uh, remind me again, who started, who was a co-founder of Sacramento Republic? Warren Smith. So, I don't know that this is the route that's being taken here with USL San Diego, but I do think it's really important, especially for those who are like, oh, I'm so bummed out, there's no MLS, I just wanted MLS, I don't want USL, it feels so minor league. Support for Sacramento Republic FC is clearly what that, and a lot of money, is what clearly got them into Major League Soccer. That club would not be going and and would not have been selected as an MLS club unless it was supported in Sacramento. So I don't know that that's Warren Smith's agenda here, that that's his end game to try to start a USL club that will result in San Diego getting an MLS club. As a matter of fact, I tend to believe that that's not what his end game is, but it, it's proof that don't despair. I mean, that that still is part of this conversation. So congratulations to Warren Smith. I don't know that that's what they did or didn't set out to do when they launched Sacramento Republic FC into the USL a couple of seasons back, but here it is now a reality. You had the commissioner up there in Sacramento welcoming him to the MLS side. And that is for what year in Major League Soccer? Wasn't that for next year? It's for next year. I think so. Which is just, I mean, I wanted a couple years against Sacramento and USL. Yeah, the, uh, the, the Warren, Warren Smith Derby. I wanted it for a couple of seasons, and now those opportunities are gone. Gone! But it just shows you, too, like, support the club, and you're going to have a ton of fun supporting it. Support it also, and who knows what could happen in a couple of years. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so the those playoffs start a little bit later on tonight. Look forward to that. North Carolina FC is taking on Birmingham, Darren. Will you be watching? I think so. Uh, it's on ESPN+. Plus. I mean, I'd, I'd like to get a little bit more familiar with this league. Absolutely. Big one tonight. Sacramento Republic taking on New Mexico United. Which New, New Mexico, Mexico United, United led the league in attendance. New Mexico United was a club that was referenced a lot in USL's questionnaire, was it not? I believe um, they used them I don't, I don't know a that. couple of times. I yeah. remember New Mexico United. I think the, the, the badge maybe was one of them. But yeah. So a couple USL matches to watch on a little bit later on tonight. ESPN Plus. Chelsea, Ajax, still scoreless, so that's exciting for me. And we have a goal in the other match. Anything else, Darren? Uh, just I'm I'm a soccer-free agent this weekend. Are without you? Classico being postponed, yeah. So you guys are the only clubs in Spain not playing a match? Yep. It's, it's like a bye week. Yeah, we got Champions League today, though. Yeah. So we'll just drop all of our ordinance. Do you like uh, MSG, Messi, Suarez, Griezmann, Messi. as a replacement of MSN? MSG. Yeah. Madison Square Garden? Or, you know, the Chinese food mm. the thing that makes you sleepy. But you're a Knicks fan. I am. So, Madison Square Garden. I don't mix my sports. Okay. Yeah. Fair I got enough. nothing. I got no match. What's the big match in England this week? Maybe I'll go out and watch. We're focused on Champions League right now. Let's get through that. Let's see if Pulisic can get on and score a goal in the second half. Subscribe. Again, Three Punk Ales is our sponsor. Sport Clips, our sponsor as well. And you can find Golsh in North Park and soon maybe Pacific Beach for Marty Caswell. And by the way, yeah, real quick, if you if you are a um, fan of a club and you go to a bar, Harp, looking at you. Yeah, Harp. And you want Golsh on tap. Harp. Demand it. Ask for it. Listen to us. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio.